0: Hi everyone, I'm Aditi. I'm Anushka. And welcome to the Creepy Tales Podcast. Yoo-hoo. So, so uh, thank you so much to every single person who's mm. joined in. And we really hope that you are enjoying these episodes as much as we are. Mm-hmm. and we are just so grateful we are really close to 150 place and i still can't get over the fact yeah. that we crossed 100 place so um yeah i'm still a lot more to achieve so let's get started with kuge's episode we, again we have four stories for you and um, two of them are really lengthy. I think mine are really hmm. lengthy. And yeah, and yeah. we also have some embarrassing stories <laughs> at the end. So make sure you stay by then because it's almost fun. So mm-hmm. s- sorry, it's always fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So um, yeah, let's get going. So I haven't read this one, but I'm trusting it would be good because this uh, website has provided some really great stories. So here goes: the old lady and her pets. Mm, ah, the old, old lady. lady. <laughs> mm. uh, I have lived in a Banna, in the Banasthali University premises during my childhood as my parents were working there. And in this time period I have encountered quite a few paranormal activities. But like this is the scariest one by far. Mm. I was in fourth standard. That is too what? young to experience oh, anyways. Uh, there was a huge dense forest behind my house and we kids weren't allowed to go there.
1: Obviously. Good.
0: That's good. <laughs> but one evening, we decided to explore the unexplored without telling our parents. Seriously, Why? curiosity killed the cat. That is the quote that we should keep in mind. <laughs> always. <laughs> we knew that there were wolves in the first. Why? But like being kids, we thought of ourselves as superheroes with superpowers. Ah, cakes are so freaking naive. Even as it was, <coughs> even as it was getting dark, we stayed there. This is just a recipe for disaster. Um, it was a little adventure for us, but by now I started getting negative vibes and started trying to convince everyone to go back. Good. Finally. (laughs) Secondly, we (laughs) we heard the growl of the wolves. This was bound to happen. We were so scared we couldn't move. From the back we heard a woman say that this area wasn't for us. It was hers and her pets lived here. We turned around and saw an old lady with a terrible accident mark on her cheek. She wasn't wearing a black sari and a hag sorry she was wearing a black <laughs> sari okay the so, uh, sorry, wrong smelling anyways. She was wearing a black sari and had a bag in her hand. She asked us to leave and never return. We were terrified at this point and one of my friends even started crying. The old lady then gave us a handful of chocolates and asked us to leave again before the wolves come out. We agreed but then she insisted we have the chocolates before we leave. Mm. No, (laughs) I didn't have any but a couple of the other cakes kicked. She looked angry about as we started to leave. She stopped three of us and said, don't sleep today. Why? One of my friends innocently asked her why. She gave us a very evil smile and said that if we do, our worst fears will come true. After hearing that, we bolted from there. After that, we went to our usual hangout place and started talking about the incident and then went home. We forgot about the lady and I slept off as I had a test the next day. Hmm. That night, I dreamt that I was was going away from my parents in a car as if I am never going to come back. I saw my mom crying and hugging me while my father looked as if he will cry too. My mom wore a green suit and red dupatta while my father was wearing a track suit. As I sat in the back seat of the car, I looked back to wave for the last time my parents But instead, I saw none other than that old lady giving me the same vicious smile and waving. Three months later, this nightmare came true. My parents decided to send me (sighs) to my grandparents' home in Mathura after my fourth class's annual exams for further skaggi. That day, my mom was wearing the same thing and so was my dad. Mm -hmm. I was living. After sitting in the back seat, when I looked back for the last time, I saw the woman instead of my parents. The same evil eyes, the same vicious smile and the same waving. A while later, I got to know that Archit's mother passed away. When I returned to my hometown many years later, I inquired about what had happened. He revealed to me that he saw his mother dying in his scream that night. (gasps) His fear was losing his mother and mine was getting separated from my family. The third boy Deepak didn't sleep that night so nothing went wrong for him. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. It could be a coincidence, but I can't shake it off that all of this was that like evil woman's doing. Even now, I see a glimpse—I see glimpses of her in my nightmares, and when I do, those come true. <gasps> <gasps> that is—that is so scary! Oh my god! A nightmare coming true. <sighs> as kids, we always think that our dreams must come true and that is a good feeling but, but not, but not mm-hmm. the nightmares mm-hmm. that is in fact the worst nightmare of mm-hmm. our nightmares coming true mm-hmm. so uh, wow, wow that was something else <sighs> spooky
1: My ex-girlfriend disappeared into thin air. I used to date a girl in college who lived three hours away. We would trade weekends, one at her school and one at my school. Mm. One day, she got upset because she had driven all the way to see me and I was in in all night study session, which she had known about. and, And couldn't be home to see her she texted me that she was going back to her place and then i never heard anything from her again what? after 3 days of texting her te- <laughs> <laughs> after 3 days of texting her trying to make trying to make sure she was okay the text started coming back as number not found what I sent I sent her the stuff she had left at my apartment in the mail, and it returned as no forwarding address. Her instant messenger account, which I never messaged but knew of, knew the name of, disconnected. And it gets weirder. Oh. I called her apartment line, line and was told the people who had lived who had lived there had moved out she had three roommates
0: oh so everyone moved out
1: yeah and didn't leave a number as to where they went oh i got really freaked out and asked friend who worked in uh, who worked in school admin to pull some strings just to make sure she was alive The school she was at didn't have any records of her as a student.
0: Oh oh my god!
1: The license plate to her car wasn't registered to anyone. None of her mutual friends ever saw her again. I called the police, but there were no car accidents involving anyone who fit her description in the stretch of road between our two schools that night or in the two weeks after I didn't ask for a longer longer time frame because at that point she was already missing mm. cops wouldn't file a missing person because I wasn't family Yeah, uh. we, because I wasn't a family member To this to this day I have no idea what happened why she freaked out on me so bad or if she is still alive or in witness protection or was erased from all time by an evil wizard. She literally disappeared without a trace.
0: That is oh my <laughs> god. I what if she was like an undercover agent or something? Hmm. No they would have no trace whatsoever. But like they're also going to make personal relationships. Yeah. And uh, a girl, like someone who but is why in school. would she
1: be in her... What? <laughs> what would she investigate?
0: We don't know. <laughs>
1: but, yeah, that is just creepy. And mm.
0: the other girls in her um, apartment also mm. disappear. So, they might be some con artists or something. Maybe or yeah, some evil know. thing <laughs> took them. Oh, that is creepy. An accidental meeting. This incident dates back to January mm-hmm. 2011. I was studying for my MBA then. And one evening, I got a call that my younger brother had met with an accident. Luckily, the hospital was just 10 minutes away from my college so I rushed to go see him. Mm -hmm. My family members were all waking outside the ICU and told me that his condition was pretty serious. A little while later, we were informed that he was out of danger. But after that, we started hearing him scream in agony, Mm. like he was in a lot of pain. While my parents were talking to the doctors about this, I sneaked into his room. As soon as I entered, he stopped screaming. He said, isn't it your birthday today? Happy birthday. This surprised me, but even then, I went and sat beside him. Then I asked him about his accident and he seemed to have no answer as to how he fell off his bike. Hmm. In the middle of this, he gets off his bag oh and God. starts limping towards the window. Imagine a man who was screaming in pain with bandages, All over his body getting up and walking I asked him what he was doing and he says watch me huh my younger brother was about to jump out of the sixth floor of the window of the hospital luckily I ran towards him and Mm -hmm. cried to stop him When I was able to take control, I yelled out to my parents and everybody pulled him in. By now, his face face wasn't looking normal and neither was he behaving in a normal Mm. manner. Later that day, he started chanting that if he stays in the hospital any longer, he will be dead. My mom decided to take action and take him home. He came home and napped but when he woke up he began behaving weirdly again he was peeping through the windows in tears and he told my mom she has come to get me mm-hmm. he then jumped out of the sofa and ran into the puja room and kept peeping outside i gathered my courage and asked him who he was talking about he, and he pointed towards the swing set outside and said, she wants to take me. I couldn't see anyone out there. After some time, he calmed down but not for too long. Hmm. A little later, he stood on his toes in front of an open, open cupboard and started laughing very loudly. Hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, when we probed him over and over about this he said that it was her who was laughing and not him that night I was awakened from my sleep by the feeling of someone tying up my toes no. after a lot of deliberation I opened my eyes to see what was going on and realized I was sleeping next to a woman who wasn't my mother. I screeched so loudly that everybody at my place woke up. My parents kissed Miss sick as my imagination and we then began looking for my younger brother. We found him on the terrace talking to himself. When my mother asked him, he said, I have to go tomorrow with her, so I was just talking about it. Following this, he began addressing himself as a parna. My mother had had enough by this point and called the local pri- priest. He told us that my brother has bought something, brought something with himself from the place he had his accident. We later learned that a girl who was just about to get married, that the same spot of his axing. In the end, we had to take my younger brother to an ashram in Gujarat, where he took months to become normal once again. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, that was <coughs> tragic and sad, and I just feel for mm-hmm. everyone who was in the family, who were experiencing this mm. ah, my goodness this is so whew. anyway so
1: I teleported through space and time Ooh. Ooh, I was in first grade hanging out at recess with a friend he was shooting some hoops outside and I was playing DS sitting on the pavement. I remember him asking me if he if he could make a shot from halfway across the court. I told him he could try but he be, he probably wouldn't make it while looking at my DS. <laughs> Suddenly my dad asked dad dad asked me what I mean, and when I look up, I'm sitting on my living room carpet, talking to my dad, and it's dark out. What? I was sitting in the same position, playing the same game, same level, and same exact spot in the level. Oh. Everything continued normally that night, and I didn't tell anyone at the, at the time. But looking back at it, it's really freaky. I thought it was a dream for the longest time. But thinking about it, it it didn't really feel like a dream. I don't really remember dreams that well. (laughs) Wow.
0: At one moment, he's (laughs) in school and the other, he's home. That is just incredible. In, imagine just day being lost. I think losing time is one of my, uh, one of my fears and I don't wow. want to lose any minute of any day and this uh, poor guy just lost some hours because it was night. Nice.
1: And he came at his house. Yeah.
0: It is nice that he must have skipped school. <laughs> but. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Creepy. <laughs> embarrassing stories segment. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm going to read this one story. I'm not going to tell the title because it will give the story away. Uh, my most embarrassing moment <laughs> was definitely the time I accidentally texted <laughs> my choir teacher I love you, babe, <laughs> Instead of my boyfriend. But it, get, it, it gets worse. Upon not receiving an answer, I continued to text my teacher all weekend, asking if he was mad at me, if he was busy over the weekend, and not to mention all kinds of mushy, lovey-govey teenager stuff. Finally, on Monday morning, I realized who I had been actually texting, walking into the classroom. My face burned with (laughs) (laughs) embarrassment. And my teacher told me she wasn't mad at me and and that she loved me too, babe. (laughs) (laughs) That is a cool way to handle the situation. Mm. I like this teacher. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> My most embarrassing moment may have been that one time when I was dozing off in class yeah. during a reading session, and just when I hit, <laughs> just gonna hit the point of actual sleep. I moaned so loud <laughs> it woke me up. <laughs> the class was quiet everyone was staring at me wondering why i made a noise like that i coughed to try and cover it but up to no avail <laughs>
1: that is so oh, relatable <laughs> that
0: is so funny and relatable During my graduation, I was wearing uncomfortable sandals and I brought wedges in a separate bag to change into after we walked across the stage. Okay. I thought it would be a good idea to change shoes while standing in line. When I was switching shoes, one of them fell out of my hand and as I went down to grab it, I slipped on my graduation gown (laughs) and flashed everyone in line. She crippled and everyone else crippled as well. (laughs) Um, All I could do was get up and not make eye contact with anyone. (laughs) It didn't (laughs) help that my friend behind me muttered, I don't know you. (laughs) So funny oh my god. Poor girl. That is really embarrassing when you trip and then you <laughs> someone else <laughs> trips Yeah. Yeah. It's really embarrassing. They give you back scares. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, so yeah, that's yeah. it for okay guys, uh, thank you so much for listening in, if you listened to the end, you are the real MVPs, we love you and make sure to follow us on all our socials at Creepy Kids Podcast and we only have a, an Instagram at this mm-hmm. point because that is really the platform that we mm-hmm. like to uh, be active on. We are on.
1: actually good at it. Yeah,
0: we're also really good. So, uh, if you want some more interesting stuff like various different polls and stories and horror movie recommendations, recommendations. Uh, you should definitely go check us out. So, uh, yeah, that's it for today, and we, we will leave you with that. Have a nice day.
1: Bye. Bye. <laughs>